hello and welcome. It's the Hey Okay Ha Happy Hour, episode 30-something, 34, 35, I'll have somebody count them, it's not that many though. Happy 4th of July to you, happy Independence Day, yay, drinking your White Claw, getting your thighs sunburned as you sit there on a picnic table, waiting for the fireworks. Excuse me, I'm sorry for that. I'm just drinking my coffee as I usually do, as I usually do. Um, have you been hearing fireworks every night in your city or town? Because God knows, every night after 9 p.m. in Philadelphia, those fireworks go a pop, pop, pop. And it's weird because I live in a, uh, a neighborhood that is a, uh, what would you call it? It is a, it is the hood, one might say. And there's cops everywhere, right? There's always cops stationed on the corner of Tasker and 30th, wherever the fuck it is, always sitting there with their police van. And these fucking fireworks are going off all the time throughout the neighborhood. And I look up where the, where the smoke is and the fire pops. It's like directly over the police van. So I walk over there, say, I'm going to catch some police officers lighting fireworks. Uh, they were not lighting fireworks. But the fireworks were being lit off in a little alleyway, not like, I don't know, 200 feet, just around the corner. And they were not interested in telling the fireworks people to cool it. And apparently this is a thing, a nationwide trend. There's fireworks in every city going off nonstop have been for the last I don't know three weeks so all the conspiracy theorists are out there everybody's got a different theory what's going on right conservatives are saying it's Antifa Antifa's lighting them fireworks on account of distract you get you used to the pop 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 and so when they come in and steal your TV and shoot you you're not gonna notice the pop 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 and then the liberals are saying, well, it's the police. The police have been caught giving out fireworks to neighborhood kids. The cops are the ones doing it because they want to get It's a government conspiracy, man. It's to get us used to uh, explosions in the streets so we get used to it. It's pretty weird. At any rate, there's a lot of fireworks going off. There's got to be an explosion. Apparently the cops just don't give a fuck. Aren't, aren't fireworks illegal in uh, most states and cities? I don't know. I don't follow the, the law. I don't know the rules. Possession of a fake firearm. Uh, my audio might be a little, little uh, what do you call it, analog, a little lo-fi. Because I'm going directly into the old phone. Don't have my microphone on me as I'm out here in... What am I in? Exurban, Pennsylvania, about an hour west of Philadelphia. Beautiful little area. Out in the hills, the forest, the little windy roads, quaint little farms, little suburb, little little hamlets here and there. Is that a good picture for you? Kind of harkens back. You see things like the Blueberry Motel, founded in 1706. You don't see that shit west. Everything's 
Everything's new in the West. Got your new buildings, your new towns, your new money, your new media, your newbies. It makes me think about the 4th of July. It makes me think about the Revolutionary War when I'm in this part of the country. It wasn't Philadelphia Ground Zero for the resistance. La resistance. Totally makes sense. There's something in the air or in the water in the Philadelphia area. It just makes you uh, have a, a... You don't suffer fools and you don't suffer tyranny. You're a little short. Uh, you're, a little, you're a little, you know, douchebaggy. You know, you see it in the, in the Philadelphia sports fans. They don't have any patience. They will boo you the second they get the impression that you are putting forth less than 100% effort. Philadelphia fans will call you a faggot. They will chant um, homophobic epithets, epithets, epithets at you for giving 90%. They, I don't know what what, what it is. Maybe it's the compact or two smushed together. Uh, maybe it's the uh, there's too many Italians. Maybe it's uh, uh, the industry, the weather. Maybe it's not that cold. It's just cold enough. It's kind of like a eh, Boston similar. So anyway, I get it. I get why the Brits encountered a little trouble here in Philadelphia with these rabble rousers. What happened? What happened? What led to the Revolutionary War? The Brits were coming. Ah, you got a boy. You gotta buy a, you gotta, you gotta tax your tea there. You gotta tax your tea. You gotta give us money there on account of you have to pay the queen. Okay? And Americans are like, uh, what are you talking about? I can keep my own labor. We live here. Y'all can get out with your faggy red coats. And the Brits were like, now you gotta pay. Gotta service the crown. And we said, fuck that. Started shooting at him. How easy. How fun must it have been to be a militia man in 1776? You know, right? Because you got these red coat wearing Brits. You're, you're in full camo in the hills and the trees. And there's not a lot of bright colors at this time in history, right? There's not a lot of dye technology. There wasn't fluorescent colors. And you're in nature. So it's you see that red pretty quickly. Just sniping. Sniping them red coats. And the British, you know, the British had the biggest military empire at the time. But really, it was kind of, it was a fair fight. At that point, where we were technologically... And you know their heart wasn't in it. These redcoats over here, they're just deployed across the ocean. They want to put in their four months of service so they can go back home and see their wife who's been banging their brother who's an apprentice at the print shop in Yorkshire. And you're stuck here trying to keep these fucking dirty Americans in order, trying to colonize them, and your heart's not in it. You're just doing what your general's telling you. And the general's just doing what the queen or the king is telling him. So you got no fucking skin in the game. But these, what do they, what do they call them? Patriots? Or patriots, fuck. It's, it's kind of funny because a patriot at that time meant a rebel. 
like you were breaking away from your government. You're like, fuck you, crown. Fuck the royal family. Fuck you, Britain. And take your parliament, shove it up your ass. We're patriots. We're doing our own thing. Get the fuck out of here, you colonizing sons of bitches. Sorry, I got some in my throat. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ugh, that's better. Right? So these guys, had, we had home court advantage. I say we like I was there. It's funny. My ancestors weren't even here. What do I have to do with it? Not much. Not a whole lot. But kick the Brits out. Here's what the Brits did. Those fucking sneaky bastards. Just like the Romans did. And just like we do now. They divided and conquered. So what do you do when you colonize a, a country across the globe? Yeah, make sure the populations, you pit them against one another. So what they do? They found the Native Americans and said, Hi there, you want to make, would you like some beaver skins? Would you like some money? Or whatever the fuck they gave them. Basically bribed them to fight on the British side. Just like they would later, just like they did in Africa. Just like they do in fucking uh, Asia. You know, you come in, you divide the, because they didn't want, imagine if, the patriots who were living actually more like Native Americans than they were like British, like an Englishman, right? They were they were on this soil kind of before the United States became the United States. There was, you know, decent relations between the Native folk and the whiteies, at least in the Philadelphia region. William Penn was over here. He, William Penn was a Quaker. He was hatching out treaties with the uh, Native tribe. I think they were the Lenape? Lenape? Don't quote me on that. But he was hatching out treaties with the tribes here. And now those treaties were all honored. It wasn't until the United States government started hatching these treaties they started. Yeah, that shit got weird. What was my point? Oh, my point. So the Brits didn't want the Native Americans and the settlers joining forces. Because there's no way they could suppress and colonize the population if it was united. So what they do? They bribed the Native Americans to join the Redcoats and fight against the Patriots. And meanwhile, the French, who are like, we, we, we got the beaver pelts here, they decided to, uh, what do they do? They joined forces with us. What's the right word? They supported us. So basically, the French and the British were fighting a proxy war against one another in the U.S. And they were kind of, I don't know, betting on which side would come out on top. Uh, this could all be untrue, by the way. I'm just going by the narratives I've read over and over throughout my life. And as an American citizen, I can believe the narratives that I've read throughout my life because why would anybody lie to me? Why? And so we, we win. We allegedly won the Revolutionary War and we are now free of British control if you believe the story that's how it went or one might argue we won the Revolutionary Battle yeah we won the battle 1776 but there was another battle right I think 1812 Brits came over burned the White House down Stuttering already. Am I going to edit out these stupid stutters? Probably should. 
Anyway, the British were like, you thought you won the Revolutionary War? Well, you may have won the battle, but you may lose the war. They came in in 1812. Here we are. They probably still control us. That's probably the real conspiracy. Some Anglo royal family sits atop the hierarchy. They're the eye on the pyramid. Right? And just like always, who do they blame when shit hits the fan? Who is the scapegoat? The Jews. That's what's going to happen when this shit hits the fan. These Anglo fucks, who are they going to turn the the uh, ire to? The Jews. Is it, am I? Maybe I'm paranoid. But is the world, is the country getting more anti-Semitic in the last, like, five years? I'm seeing a lot of, a lot of anti-Semitic shit that ten years ago didn't see too much of. From the left and the right. Oh, high horse. Let me come off this high horse before it bucks me off. Um, actually, that's it's probably just more douchebaggery in general. Social media has intensified every... Everybody's yelling. Oh, boy. I gotta stop saying, oh, boy, somebody told me. Fuck you, I say, oh, boy. What else am I gonna say? Oh, man. Titties. Um, freely DB. Oh, let's let's take a look at the news, shall we? Ghislaine Maxwell is arrested. Ghislaine, that's uh, Jeff Jeff Epstein's right hand lady. You remember Jeff Epstein, the guy with the sex, the child sex slaves he used to blackmail world leaders, and uh, everybody gets all political about it. How can you vote for Clinton? He was flying with Jeff Epstein fucking underage girls. How can you vote for Trump? He was flying with Epstein fucking underage girls. Yeah, didn't Trump get sued by a 13-year-old claiming he and Jeff Epstein raped her? Isn't it a weird... Isn't it weird that every fucking leader has their hands dirty with this guy? Anyway, this just Lane Maxwell... Who, was he banging her? Was that like his wife? His fiance? His girlfriend? I don't know what she was. But her job was his assistant. And she would purloin uh, his stable. Is that the word? A stable of uh, sex slaves? Jesus Christ. So what's the over-under on uh, how many days before she suicided? You think she'll make it? Think she'll make it to August? What a fucked up! I don't. I still don't understand how that news story got buried. Oh, good God! I've talked too much about Jeff. I, it's too disgusting to to rehash. But we'll see. We'll see what happens to Old Lane Maxwell. Let's see here. What's going on with her? Ghislaine. Oh, God. Do I want to read this? 
Headline, woman claims Ghislaine Maxwell raped her 20 to 30 times. Willing to testify. She is just as evil as Jeffrey Epstein. Here's the thing. This Ghislaine Maxwell. What the fuck? Where did she come from? What is she? Ghislaine Maxwell. British socialite. That's her claim to fame. She's a a British so. How do you become a socialite? (laughs) You're just a rich cunt who likes to party. Is that what a socialite is? Can a man be a socialite? Or is there a different word for that? Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is a British socialite who is known for her association with financier and convicted sex offender. And by the way, where did Jeffrey Epstein get his money from? That's another thing nobody can really figure out. I'm in finance. I'm all these vague terms. I I do a motherfucker was blackmailing the world's richest, most powerful people. That's where he got his money. Financier. Financier. Uh, the youngest child of disgraced publishing tycoon Robert Maxwell. She moved to the U.S. after her father's death in 1991 and became a close associate of Epstein. Hmm. Let's go down this Wikipedia rabbit hole. Follow me. Uh, I'm going to click on Robert Maxwell. That's her dad. Uh, Okay, who the fuck is this Robert Maxwell? Robert Maxwell was a British media proprietor, member of parliament, suspected spy and fraudster. Holy shit. These elite scumbags really keep it in the family, don't they? It's not like Ghislaine Maxwell was some uh, puller up from the bootstraps pulled herself up from the bootstraps she was born into this shit oh fucking robert early in his life maxwell an orthodox jew escaped from nazi occupation joined the Czechoslovak army and exiled during world war ii and was decorated that's kind of cool okay so he started off uh you know every villain has an origin story so this guy's fighting off the nazis uh, he had a flamboyant lifestyle, living in Headington Hill. Wait, how did he get his money? Okay, there we go. So uh, he was decorated after active service in the British Army. In subsequent years, he worked in publishing, building up Pergamon Press to a major publishing house. After six years as an MP during the 1960s, Maxwell again put all his energy into business, successfully buying the British Printing Corporation, Mirror Group Newspapers, and Macmillan Publishers. So basically, he's in the propaganda game. He had a flamboyant lifestyle living in Headington Hill Hall in Oxford, from which he often flew in his helicopter and sailed in his luxury yacht, the Lady Ghislaine. Oh, he named his yacht the Lady Ghislaine, and his daughter grew up to be a rapist. Oh, it's a it's a British success story. He was litigious and often embroiled in controversy, including with regard to his support for Israel at the time of the 1948 Arab-Israeli War. I know nothing about that war. Uh, in 1989, Maxwell had to sell successful businesses, including Pergamon Press, to cover some of his debts. In 1991, his body was discovered floated in the Atlantic Ocean, having fallen overboard from his yacht. He was buried in Jerusalem. Interesting. Hmm. Mossad allegations of a Nunu case. The Foreign Office suspected that Maxwell was a secret agent of a foreign government 
possibly a double agent or triple agent, and a thoroughly bad character and almost certainly financed by Russia. Maxwell had known links to the British Secret Intelligence Service, M16, to the Soviet KGB, and to the Israeli Intelligence Service, Mossad. Jesus Christ, this family was balls deep in about every major intelligence agency you can think about. Because this is the dude. We're talking about his daughter, who was the right-hand lady of Jeffrey Epstein. So basically, Ghislaine Epstein, is that her last? Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein were working for, I would assume, British intelligence, Soviet, maybe Soviet intelligence, maybe Israeli intelligence, and certainly American intelligence, to compromise and blackmail uh, people, leaders of people in... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't talk today. People in positions of... Uh, in leadership positions. In media, finance, politics, law enforcement. Fuck! It's like so out in the open. But then again, okay, let's, let's, let's be... Uh, Let's, let's try to bring it back to reality. Let's try not to be so conspiratorial. If this was a giant conspiracy, right, that these guys, Epstein and Ghislaine, are working for the most powerful institutions, why did they get arrested? I'm just trying to anticipate the counterpoint. So Ghislaine Maxwell's in prison, or I guess she's arrested. That wouldn't, so she, she's obviously not untouchable. So, is she going to be suicided like Epstein? And when she is suicided, are we going to brush that off as a coincidence? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to talk or think about this shit. Let's let's close that window. Robert Maxwell. This is what I get for going down a rabbit hole in real time. Let's go back to Apple News. Oh, Apple News! What should I be afraid of this week, Apple News? Protesters block road ahead of Trump event at Mount Rushmore. Oh, Trump's going to go to uh, South Dakota, huh? Interesting. Um, how are you going to... All these statue defacers are tearing down statues, which I'm all for. Take down us. I don't give a fuck. It's a fucking state. Who gives a shit? But how are you going to take down Mount Rushmore? It's a big fucking statue. Mount Rushmore is kind of weird. Like the degree of president worship in this country, it's kind of creepy. We like deify these, you know, and when they're dead and there's no video of them and it's all in textbooks and it's all like fairy tales. I guess it's easier to deify him. But if George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, who's the other guy? Abraham Lincoln and Teddy. If these guys were like flesh and blood humans walking around today. You'd be like, why the fuck are we putting this guy on a mountain? He's just a hired pencil pusher. I can't tell a lie. I chopped down the cherry tree. Turns out that story was a lie. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. You like you believe that? He freed the slaves with the Emancipation Proclamation. 
fun fact for you, Emancipation Proclamation, that was like a last-minute gambit by Lincoln during the Civil War to fuck over the South. I know, I I always grew up thinking that Abraham Lincoln was this anti-racist, anti-slavery badass who was like, fuck everything, we're freeing the slaves, no more slavery, emancipation, proclamation, boom. And that's what started the Civil War. Turns out, not true. The Civil War started three years before the Emancipation Proclamation. So, I don't know what that says, other than uh, I should have paid more attention in history class. So, Abraham, and he's a little bit of a racist, right? He's maybe against slavery for geopolitical strategy reasons, but, you know, it's not like Lincoln was walking around uh, claiming that black people were equal to whiteies. I don't think that was his his thing. Uh, who else? Teddy Roosevelt. He seems like a fun guy with that macho uh, hunting, getting shit done, Rough Riders anthem, jive. Well, who's he? The Bull Moose Party? Bull Moose. There's an animal I can get behind. Fuck your elephants. Fuck your donkeys. Give me not just a moose. Give me a bull moose. One with testicles and a penis and testosterone. Not a fucking cow moose. A bull moose. Bull moose party. Fuck you, Wigs. Fuck you, Wigs, and you and you Federalist. Um, I don't know even what they were about. When did Democrats and Republicans become a thing? And why do we still do it? Why do we keep giving taxpayer money to these two corrupt fucking parties that nobody really likes, if they're being honest? Nobody sits down and is, like, excited about republicanism. Getting real real, uh, real hard about the old DNC platform. Nobody fucking likes these parties. They just hate the other party. Both sides. They're like, yeah, I guess... I guess I'll side with you because that other side is the devil. Let's bring back the Whigs. Let's bring back the Whigs. Let's bring back Bull Moose. Let's bring back the Federalists. Let's bring back the Anti-Federalists. Who else did we have? Know Nothing? The Know Nothing Party? Um, we could have some Socialists. Let's have, some com- let's have a Communist Party just so we can see how devoid of ideas and reason and basic competence these fucktards really are. Let's give them a a platform. Let's give the Marxists a platform. And who else? Who else are we missing? Let's give the anarchists a little bullhorn so they can spout their their theories. Uh, Let's give the central, what do you call them, centralists? Let's give them, let's let's have 20 parties. Why not? Let's, let's have like a tournament. We should have like the f- March Madness. March Madness of elections. You start off with 64 parties. It's We seed them based on uh, a poll, polling, I guess. And we just knock it down until we get to a final four and finally a championship. I guarantee you, if we get down to the championship, it's not going to be Democrat versus Republican. Guarantee you that. It's going to be, who do you think it would be? Probably the Marxists versus the anarcho-capitalists. Oh, that's what... In a perfect world, 
Actually, it wouldn't be perfect at all. It would be chaos. I don't know who to vote for. Do you think we'll have elections this year? Can you hear those fireworks? Oh, the fireworks are coming back out. Yeah, can you hear them? Pop, 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 pop. What else? What else do you got for me? What else do you have for me, CIA beholden mass media, who shepherds my thinking into a herd-like mode of... You don't want to navigate reality on your own. You want groupthink. Uh, U.S. reports over 50,000 new coronavirus cases for third straight day. <sighs> Have you guys lost your uh, fear boner yet? Can you guys still get it up for these <laughs> uh, fucking fear-mongering headlines? I mean, it's been like, we're going six months now. Six months? Six months every day. I guess we took a little break there. We had to pause for uh, some riots. But other than that, it's been... And people are, you know, I don't know how much longer they can keep this shit up. Um, probably a few more years. Uh, what a weird disease, though. You either don't get sick at all or you die. Uh, you either don't notice you have it or your uh, bodily functions cease and you die. You stop living. Uh, who's dying? Is, is, is the death peaking too? I, I know there's supposedly a spike. There's a spike. There's way more people getting it now. And then you look at a fucking graph and uh, there's actually not a spike. Interestingly enough. And in, in deaths, they are... Uh, come on, where's the death? Oh, masks alone cannot help combat coronavirus. Some state leaders and experts have blamed the spike in cases on more testing. What we are seeing, blah, blah, blah. But others attribute it to a lack of comprehensive response. Everybody acts like the science, the jury's out, and we know this, We don't know the fucking science. We don't know if masks work. We don't know if they do work, to what degree they work. We know nothing. Zero. Zip. There is no data out there that we can go by. If you look at mask use in Europe, um, in Scandinavian countries, nobody wore a mask. I shouldn't say nobody. I actually have the, the uh, chart right here. Let's see here. So, dig this. They polled a bunch of Europeans about mask use. And uh, not at all, rarely, sometimes, frequently, always. Sweden, Denmark, and Finland all were like 2.4, 2.8% of the folks wore a mask always. 84% didn't wear it at all. 81% Sweden, 84% in Denmark, 82% in Finland. So basically, in Norway, 77%. So basically all the Norwegian, not the Norwegian, the Scandinavian countries, you were kind of a weirdo if you had a mask on based on what we're seeing here. This was not the case though in Italy and Spain. Italy and Spain, it was the complete reverse. 1% in Italy wore a mask, not at all. 1.4% in Spain wore a mask, not at all. So the mask use was highest in Italy and Spain. 87% of Italians said they always wore a mask. So in other words, if you went by that, mask use is correlated with higher rates because Italy and Spain got hit the worst and they had the highest rate of mask usage and now you can say well they wore masks because it got so bad 
uh, which is it's a fair point. But if you remember, um, this was all coming kind of at the the Europe the European Union got hit with this disease kind of in the same four to six week period, and for whatever reason. It didn't hit Scandinavia. You'd think it hit Scandinavia worse than anybody because they're not getting vitamin D, not a lot of sunlight, everybody's inside, um, and people say, well, they have a low population. True, they do have a low population in their country, but the people that live in the country, in, in the country, in the arbitrary border, tend to gather in clusters, in cities. It's not like they're spread out equally over the entire country of Norway. They tend to go in cities like, you know, Sweden, Gothenburg, Norway, you got, we got Oslo, you got fucking Stockholm in Sweden, you, what do you got, Copenhagen and Denmark. There are cities in Scandinavia, so it's not like they're all spread out, okay? So yes, they live close together. No, they did not wear masks. In some cases, they didn't even have a stay-at-home order, and their numbers are way lower than the mask-wearing douchebags in Italy and Spain and the UK. Uh, so, so what does all this prove? Nothing. Doesn't prove a damn thing. I'm not claiming that mask use leads to illness. I'm just pointing out that if that was the claim you wanted to make, the numbers actually back you up slightly. Correlation isn't, it's not, uh, it's, it's not perfect, but there's definitely a correlation in Europe with higher mask use, higher rates of illness. Causation does not mean, oh, I'm sorry, correlation does not mean causation, but at the very least, we don't have a lot of data where we see countries use masks a lot and then they lower their transmission. We just don't see it. We don't see it. People are acting like the United States has the highest numbers. Not because we're lying about the numbers. Oh, no, God. Now perish the thought. We don't have the highest numbers because we're lying about the numbers. No, we have the highest numbers because we're not wearing enough masks. <laughs> or, or we didn't have a lockdown long enough. It's like, that's just not true. If you compare other countries, their mask use was lower. Their lockdowns were shorter. And in some cases, they were less draconian than ours. So what the fuck gives? Why can't we get rid of it? And the UK, for some reason, can't get rid of it. Interesting that the two countries that work hand-in-hand, hand, you know, where the US invades, the UK is sure to follow, were basically two fucking... They're basically our client state, or as we call back to the original topic of a British royal family, maybe we're their client state. What a coincidence that we can't get a handle on this and now it's literally at the point where Americans cannot leave their own country. Do you know how fucking crazy that is? That Americans can't leave their country? That's like Cuba shit. That's North Korea shit. That's a hallmark of an authoritarian regime. When you can't leave the country? Right? You can't cross the border to Canada. You can't cross the border to Mexico. You can't fly to Europe. And I don't know, I got to look this up. Maybe you can fly to South America uh, or Asia. Are there some countries that will take Africa? Somebody must be, there must be some place America's going to go, but they're not filling out passports either. You're fucking trapped. If Trump wins, I'm moving to Canada. And you're trapped. I think Trump's working with them. I think the whole, they're like, we got to get people to support a fascistic lockdown that goes against all their best interests based on nothing. How are we going to do this? Well, everybody hates Trump. So why don't we have Trump come out against it? 
whatever we want people to uh, acquiesce to, we'll have Trump argue the opposite. That's what the fuck, that's the only explanation I can think of. Unless you want to believe that Trump is actually a, he's going to save us from the deep state. Trump's fighting them deep state. Could be. He could be doing that. Uh, but he might not be. Might not be doing that. Guys, I got to cut it off, man. I'm going to keep talking about the corona. At least I got 30 minutes in before. And it's before you blame me. It's it's Apple News' fault. It's their fault putting this shit front and center. Making me spend time talking about the fucking cold. The fucking cold. Jesus Christ. They gave every financial incentive they could to these hospitals to inflate the numbers. They still can't even get a half a million. You get even close to it. It's like still under 200,000. With all the bullshit, all the fake deaths, all the coroner reports based on nonsense, not even a test, based on symptoms, all this shit, you can't even get 200K in six fucking months. Maybe because it's the fucking cold. Jeez, um, crow. It's the cold, people. It's the fucking... I'm not even being rhetorical. That's literally the case. It's the cold. Coronavirus, cold. That's what the fuck it is. We're in hypnosis, la-la land, where it's still like we're afraid. Oh, scrub it down. Oh, oh, temperature. Why? We've had the cold before. We'll have the cold again. Sometimes people get a really bad cold. And guess what happens? Food tastes funny. They lose their sense of smell. This is not new. I had a cough for seven days. Not new. My grandmother died. Not fucking new. And when my dad, when my grandpa dies of the fucking flu next year, I am going to be all over your guys' ass. Why did you let my grandpa die of the flu? Every year, 80,000 Americans die of the flu, but nobody cares about the flu. You guys just want to go out to the bar and not even care about the flu. <laughs> you hate people and you don't understand science. You're just going to turn blind eye. To 80,000 Americans dying every year of the flu. So yeah, death happens. Where did this sense of immortality come from? Everybody thinks they're playing a video game. Everybody thinks that they're immortal if they don't die. You're going to die anyway, you fucking morons. Disease is a natural part of life. It was always there before. They just didn't put a spotlight on it. This is the rant that never ends. Yes, it goes on and on. My friends, he started ranting about this shit. It was way back in February, and he's still talking about it in July, just because this is the rant that never ends. Because propaganda is a bitch. And midwits believe everything that they're fucking told through a screen. And they'll virtue signal through their peer group so they don't be seen as an anti-science douchebag who doesn't love people. <laughs> Good God. I just can't wait for the day till we look back on this shit and we're like, what? What were we thinking? What? Huh? <laughs> And, um, guys, on behalf of the Heo Keha family, I just want to apologize for becoming unhinged and ranting once again on the COVID and insulting those of you who have lost family members.
due to a disease that some guy told you killed them, even though it was probably something else. I just want to apologize for my insensitivity. Okay? I know Nana was going to live to be 140, but she was taken away early at the age of 89. I know. Oh, buck up there. You'll be fine. Buck the fuck up. Open a business. Go shake some hands. Stop washing your hands after you piss. Put the condoms away. Come on. Come on. This isn't 1989. You're not, your dick's not going to fall off from fucking somebody without a synthetic piece of film uh, over your penis. What are we doing? What are we doing? Get out there and get some fucking germs. Get some fucking germs so your immune system knows what the fuck it's doing. Okay? Okay? Can you do that for me? I want you to I want you to look me in the eye and make me a promise. Okay? Don't look away. Look me right in the eye and tell me. Next person I meet, I'm going to stick out my hand. I'm going to shake their hand. And as we're shaking hands, I'm going to tell them, Look, man, I stopped washing my hands six months ago. I hope you're cool with that. And keep shaking. Keep shaking. And when he tries to pull his hand away, just grip it tighter. Pull him in. Pull him in. And then whisper. Get into his ear. And then whisper. Whisper. I never wash my hands. And then let his hand go and say, just kidding. Just kidding. Because you don't want to lose a friend. Say, just kidding. Of course I wash my hands. What am I? What am I, a caveman? What are these animals dying of the COVID? They don't wear masks. They don't wear masks. They're not washing shit. They don't got fucking Lysol. Why are the animals alive and why are, why are flight attendants still alive? These questions and more will be answered next week on the Hey, Okay, Ha, Happy Hour. Okay, guys, let's get this shit over with. The coffee's gone. Your patience has run dry. You got shit to drink. It's 4th of July, baby. Hope the weather's nice. Where it, nice. Nice. Got a lisp now. I hope the weather is nice wherever you are. And happy birthday, America. Sorry, Brits. Sorry. I don't know what you, you know, you're wearing red coats. So I don't know what the fuck you were thinking. You didn't really think that one through. Next time, show up with camo. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Take care of yourself, okay? Take care of each other. And uh, see you next week. Bye-bye.